ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Adolf Hitler delivered more than 1,000 speeches from his addresses to gangs of thugs in a beer hall all the way to speaking to hundreds of thousands of people at rallies in Nuremberg. But until now, those recorded speeches in Germany's archives since the war have been largely untouched. They trace the development of the Nazis' anti-Semitic and hateful ideology, but haven't been publicly available for researchers. Now, historians will consider Hitler's use of language, how messages were presented to different audiences, and to analyse the use of Nazi propaganda. RN Breakfast's Alexander Griffiths has more on the story. The German war is therefore at an end. The end of the war was a time of joy and great sorrow. Almost 80 years on since the liberation of Auschwitz, Melbourne can feel incredibly distant in time and geography from the horrors of the Second World War. Dad's friend comes running into our house shouting, The Allies are here! We run to the But here at the Melbourne Holocaust Museum, educators like Dr Simon Holloway and his colleagues work hard to teach people of all ages about this part of history and its continued connection to this city. Right now we're standing in our hidden exhibit. Uh, The hidden exhibit looks at the experiences of seven of our child survivors, uh, each of whom survived in hiding, each of whom came from different countries, uh, but all of whom moved here to Melbourne after the war. Dr Magnus Bretkin is the Deputy Director of the Institute for Contemporary History in Munich. It's his institute which is behind a years-long push to comprehensively analyse the hundreds of speeches made by Adolf Hitler. It may be surprising that amid the hundreds of books and documentaries about the rise of Hitler, it's only now that the speeches in the critical period of 1933 to 1945 are going to be properly studied in detail. Part of uh, the role of our institute is to provide this kind of fundamental research documents so that every scholar in the world can access them and use them. I asked why it was so important to collate this period of Hitler's public remarks and what it could teach us. The speeches are one tool by Adolf Hitler and by the people around him and by his movement to control and motivate and orientate the people uh, of Germany or his followers. Dr. Bretkin says it will be an important resource for researchers of this subject. That includes here in Melbourne. Dr. Holloway sees huge value in the project. Uh, look, I have to say my initial response is actually one of excitement as, as a researcher, uh, as an historian. He also sees an urgent and modern relevance to studying this kind of dehumanising language. Look, I'm sorry to say that we, we really see it all the time. Uh, and I think wherever there is uh, anxiety and wherever there is fear, there will always be people who feel stronger by transmuting that into uh, hatred. And now, as, uh, as before, we see examples of this, uh, I think directed at a variety of different, uh, different communities. Dr. Bretkin's institute and his colleagues are going to use artificial intelligence to deliver insights about the language Hitler used and the way he spoke to different audiences. It's expected to take around seven years. I asked Dr. Bretkin if there's a danger to making this archive public. Did these speeches 
still have the power to convince an audience of Hitler's ideas. If you are listening to these speeches today, uh, the, the wording, the language, the content, the way of argument sounds to most people, I would argue, completely strange and uh, very, very distant. So is there a risk that neo-Nazis would be attracted to this archive? In general, people who are uh, from a neo-Nazi mindset are very uh, distant to critical self-reflection anyway, and uh, they do not often understand at all uh, what, what the historical context of this really is. Facing unimaginable loss and broken communities, these children join the many Jewish people... During our conversation, I asked Dr. Holloway whether the study of this period could ever be uplifting amid all the darkness. There can be a positive focus. The Holocaust is also a story of what human beings are capable of enduring and that imperishable spirit that enables them to continue in the wake of such a, a tremendous uh, tragedy. So let's go back to consider that question that I asked you when I sat down. What were some of the things that were lost to these children during that period that they were hiding? Yeah. On their identity. Their identity, absolutely. That's beautiful. Here at the museum in Melbourne, kids are still engaged in learning about the Holocaust, which a generation which lived through it called for all of us to not forget. I'm back at school. It's hard to keep up. The only Jewish boy in my class. Further study of Hitler's rhetoric, of the power of Nazi propaganda, which traces the path of words into actions, is a way of fulfilling that obligation. That report from RN Breakfast's Alexander Griffiths. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.